0: something for the soul man
1: yeah. welcome to jurassic views where we're having songs of sorrow and maybe early happy hours what's going on everybody zaya with me this morning post portland trailblazers uh, a back-to-back, which in some ways, you know, if you look at the schedule, you could say, well, this is a schedule loss in Jalen Rose terms. Uh, but if you actually watch the game and if you invested into your team throughout this West Coast trip, this was once again uh, a real tearjerker. <laughs> a cliffhanger that ended... With tragedy, <laughs> what was what, what were your thoughts well last? N- okay, what were your thoughts last night?
0: Poetically said. Um, well, this is the second. You know, uh, you know, you stay up for these games, right? And especially on uh, the Eastern Standard Time Zone, and and so it's like past midnight, and you have to now suddenly process all of this, um, and it's it was it went down to the wire again. You know, down to the last possession, um, but probably by two minutes, it's 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 a suspense cliffhanger mm-hmm. of a game, exciting nonetheless. Uh, in terms of, you know, if you could just address it objectively, it's good basketball, right? Back mm-hmm. and forth, mm-hmm. and um, but as, if you're heavily invested in the Toronto Raptors, um, you're cringing because mm-hmm. you're you're seeing mistakes, you're seeing the flaws in the off- half court offense. So um uh Bryce, I mean, um I you know, I, I if we recorded this last night, it, it, you know, I probably would be fuming. Fuming. Right.
1: Uh what I will say is down the stretch with tired legs coming off a back to back with maybe heavy hearts after having let one go uh the night before. Chris Boucher would not let us go, would not let this game die. Chris Boucher kept coming out of the ground. Like they were trying to bury us, and he kept bursting through. Oh, incredible, man.
0: I know. I don't know if you remember uh, the wrestler, The Undertaker. Um, (laughs) You know, he he would do this kind of, uh, you know, you knock him down to the ground, you know, probably you know, quote unquote, in coma, um, and he just kind of raised from the dead, right? Um, and that's what you know that was emblematic of you know that was you know representative of 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 the Toronto Raptors because of Chris Boucher. He was five for eight from the three point line, <laughs> five for eight. He was he was, you know, he was teasing us like he was yeah. this, you know, um. He was like sm- this small forward, um, uh, which, you know, really proud of him. He turned 28 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy, uh, birthday,
1: so happy birthday, Slim Deck. Uh,
0: Montreal represents stand-up. Um, but uh, other than that, I mean, you know, we, we played a solid game, right? Um, Pascal Siakam had his first uh, career triple-double, wow. uh, 2022. 20, mm-hmm. Points, ten assists, thirteen rebounds. Uh, again, stellar help defense. You know, shot it. You know, fantastic from the field. Nine to seventeen. Didn't hit any threes, but none. You know, not necessary. Four for four. I thought he could have gone um, to the free throw line a little bit more. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, our our offense was pandemic. right? Like it just it was dull. Uh, mm. in that fourth quarter in the latter half of the fourth quarter and I'm shocked Brex, because we know Nick Nurse we know how he was able to use individuals like Patrick McCall Ronde Hollis Jefferson right right especially in and these suddenly, types of games exactly and now suddenly we can't he he can't call a timeout and figure out how to you know have a you know get a get a bucket or go to the free throw line I mean, I'm shocked. And, and so I, I don't put it on the, so much on the players hmm. playing a back-to-back. But now on the coaching staff, right? You know, I know they're also fatigued. I know they work extremely hard. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same as the players, right? There's, you, don't get t- you don't have tired legs. right? I know there's mental fatigue. I know there's intellectual um, exhaustion, you know, um, in terms of devising a plan this early in the season. But this is your job. Yeah, this is your job, right? I, you know, we recorded. Bryce and I recorded a, a podcast on, um, on the disappointments, you know, in the uh, of the Toronto Raptors archives. And you know, the feeling I had last night. Again, I woke up this morning, had my espresso with, with my Montelier sparkling water. I'm feeling better. Not great, but better. Right. But what that, what that emo, you know, I had an emotive reaction which was uh, akin to the Chris Childs heave (laughs) in the 2002-2003 season playoffs first round versus Detroit Pistons Bryce I think this was game five and the dude heaves it with 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 a three-pointer with seconds on the clock like this was like a half-court heave completely confused Not knowing, not have no court awareness as he is the point guard. Right. And I felt that for the, maybe the last two minutes of the game. Right. Like our offensive sets were unoriginal. Um, We knew that there were two guys who were going to try to score. And that was Damian Lillard and uh, CJ McCollum. We chose not to double team them. Right. And, you know, it was just frustrating. You know, I know we could do better. And we're not doing better, so that's that's yeah. really what my reaction
1: is. Uh, I wonder what the fisherman's friend count was for Nick Nurse last night, coming on the back to back and trying to keep his his throat, uh, you know, <laughs> moist and, and well uh, uh, taken care of. But uh, I will say, you know, you mentioned a couple of the Trailblazer stars. Uh, Carmelo Anthony had thirteen in the fourth, so they were trying to force uh you know McCollum and and Lillard to pass the ball and here's this vet who knows how to shoot, especially if you leave him open. He really uh put some daggers into the Raptors. Um you know as I was reading Twitter afterwards and people were talking about this game and, and the lack of uh ingenuity around the offense, they were also talking Very about how, how exhausted Uh, the players looked and you know it's it's hard when that happens to find those wrinkles Um, but this game uh, you could definitely tell that Kyle was feeling his age you've got all these extra aspects of this season weighing down on on a guy like Kyle Lowry but you know I think I think this season along with his age I think we're starting to see How NBA seasons just take a toll, and I wonder if it would be better, especially in a game like a back-to-back against uh, Portland, despite how competitive Kyle Lowry is. If this wouldn't have been a good night to just sit him, any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, um, um, I uh, the rationale is um, warranted, and you know, uh, however, he didn't show. I mean, at least. Statistically, and he owned up to it, right? He played subpar against mm. the Golden State Warriors, so I'm yeah. sure he decided that he was going to step up the game, his game. And we right. we definitely need him in that case because we're playing, uh what I think a top five backcourt. C.J. McCollum and yep. Damian Lillard gives you gives you nightmares, and C.J. McCollum did that to me. We we threw everything at him. Uh, Stanley Johnson, yep. Siakam. Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, and he was he, and he made his shots and, and mm-hmm. you know and he's that type of caliber of player. Um Damian mm-hmm. Lillard actually didn't explode as he usually does, um which mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. for us that was the benefit, but um when I hear the you know this is the regular season and it's you know it's you know you know we understand that you're fatigued. Um, I understand there are some games like that, but um, I think there's something to be said about professionalism, right? You know, and 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 maybe this not solely on Kyle, more so on the rest of the players who've been underperforming, Bryce, right? And so yeah, the only okay. exception that I give is Fred. Because Fred, uh, there are, you know, a couple of plays where I said, this guy is exhausted, right? His stat right. line was 10 and 6, um, one, you know, and... Um, He didn't get to the line at all. Again, I don't think, Mm -hmm. I don't know why the refs are just not calling anything on him when he's constantly being um, hammered, going to the rim, or hands Mm -hmm. are constantly on him when he's going into the paint. Um, But he was exhausted because he gives you an output both defensively as well as offensively. Um, I'm looking at other guys. I'm looking at, uh, you know, I'm going to say his name, right? Norm Powell, who played 20 minutes. Um, He hit two or four line I, and four from nine from the field and so I thought that he was going to pick it up but in the second half he was nowhere to be found right and so I'm, I'm yeah. asking myself the minutes that you're actually playing thus far in the season doesn't really equate to one being exhausted physically so there could be an element which we understand right they're also humans there could be mental exhaustion Right. It's been a tough year for Mm -hmm. all of us. Right. People working from home, people having to multitask, caring for their children who are also uh, studying from home. Um, There's so many variables. I don't we don't know the interior lives of these athletes. So I don't want to overstretch their capabilities. I think there's sometimes this idea that they're superhuman because they're incredible athletes. And so we think mm-hmm. that they can beat these Greek gods, essentially. But at the end of the day, we know what they can do, and they've done it. So there's a precedent, and that's what I'm yeah. using to evaluate um, this underperformance. It's a one-point game. Yeah. We've won on the road in Portland last year. A matter of fact, we blew them out. Um, they had their full roster. Um, uh, saw Nurkic, and Nurkic did leave this game. Uh, due to uh a slight injury. But uh nonetheless, I, I, I don't use that excuse of we were fatigued. If you're championship caliber team, right, you're on the road back to back, it doesn't it you know, it doesn't really matter. There's certain areas of of one's game plan that could suffer, but not to the point of making these types of mistakes that lead you to lose by one point uh at the last possession.
1: Yeah. Uh my daughter and I watched the highlights this morning, and of course, she had, uh, you know, watched the highlights from the Golden State game. And she said to me, which you know, everyone on Twitter last night uh, was commenting on as well. You know, Pascal Siakam missed the final shot, mm. and as I as I watched the highlights, I said, Evelyn, go back thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And she's like, go back 30 seconds. So she rewinds, you know, to you know, about thirty-five seconds to go. Uh-huh. Raptors have the ball. Uh-huh. And with twenty seconds to go, Fred Van Vliet miss, misses a very good look. Now it's a three pointer. It's you know down the stretch of the game, but he misses a wide open three or a, a good look three pointer. What happened in the Golden State game?
0: Kyle Lowry misses that three pointer.
1: So we have two games where four. we to put, put up, a uh, Yeah, that's right. That, that could have been the game. We put a lot of pressure on Pascal to say, oh, he missed a shot, which both shots were very makeable. I thought they were good play calls in that final shot, but we're not putting the same type of critique or pressure on Fred and Kyle who missed shots that could have put us up two possessions and would have buried the opposition. And I think, it, you know, it just reminds me how many other plays – are significant to lead up. We just can't say, oh, Pascal failed. He can't be, you know, seen as a number one. Uh, The guy, the last three, four games has played like himself. He's played like an all-star. He's back to where we know uh, that he can be. As you said, his first career triple-double, that is huge uh, to see him play at that level. But we can't put him all, we can't put it all on
0: him. And he played, what? close to 40 minutes again, right? 37 to be more yeah. exact, right? Yeah. Uh, and last yeah. night's game, he played 40. So what, are, what what else are you asking of him? He's giving, he's maxing out, right? As yeah. he continues to develop, he's also just maxing out in terms of output. You know, I, I, yeah. I think of, you know, the teams that were always um, uh, known as kind of um, mundane and boring, not, in, not entertaining, entertaining enough um like the san antonio spurs right and uh and i realized that there's certain elements to their game that uh they went uh without they didn't have these heroic last minute you know they didn't play you know there weren't um these types of plays that would draw the crowd and get social media talking Mm -hmm. they executed they, mm-hmm. they were incredibly measured both defensively and offensively so an individual like Tim Duncan there isn't you know wild um, buzzer beaters right uh, you know uh, from him because you don't need these types of heroic feats if you play the game a particular way and we don't have the talent to ha- to have to have to depend on heroic feats like a James Harden, LeBron James, KD, Kyrie, Irving, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But we have solid players who are all-stars who can be measured in their output to the point where we can be competitive on the majority of games and actually just win games that we need to win. Right. And, and I'm hoping we can, you know, continuing that trajectory like we did last year. Again, there's precedent to this, and so that's why I expect that from both our roster as well as um, our, our coaching staff. And even this roster without the Sergi Bacas and the Marcusoles, right? Um, this yeah. is within reach. Yeah. So it's not something that we're 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 thinking is um, calling from the sky, right? Like a prayer, like a mold peat heave. Uh, against the Washington <laughs> Wizards, right? Yeah. This is not the case. We, don't, we actually didn't have to put ourselves in this predicament. Um, what, what, what was, you know, one of your main takeaways um, now that, uh, okay, we went one and three on the road. Um, yeah. We're going back. Our next game is Wednesday, I believe, against the Charlotte Hornets.
1: Gosh, it just keeps, ch- uh, keeps churning out games on us, this schedule. Uh, I think for me, the, the, the big trend that I'm most concerned about, we've talked about this before, we've talked about uh, this away from uh, recording a podcast, and that is Chris Boucher has now leapfrogged Norm Powell. And that's not concerning from the aspect of the development and confidence of Chris Boucher. That's concerning because Norm Powell's just not performing. And here in, in against Portland, who can go small ball, I believe they went small ball at the end of this game. Uh, Norm Powell's not on the floor. That means defensively, he's questioned uh, by Nick Nurse. And offensively, uh, there is a tentativeness, a doubt. That now the coaches have. Um, and even in the Golden State game, Boucher played against him. Oh, we got a call. Is this, uh, is this, no, uh, this know, breaking no, I'm, news? I'm finishing, breaking I'm news. Finishing
0: this pod. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> even in the Golden State game, before Boucher fouls out, he was the, the guy that the coaches wanted on the floor rather than Norm Powell. So I think for me that's my, my biggest concern, and i you know i'm, I'm wondering i'm wondering now uh, what to do with norm do we keep playing him? do we keep starting him? Do we keep trying to get his confidence back up it's early in the season. who knows my one of my close friends uh, uh, within the raptors world i've known him for a long time, even longer than you Zai. this guy uh, Jamie Mitchell from Toronto. This guy loves Toronto. Shout out to uh, to Park Lawn. Uh, this guy said this season's a write-off. Oh. You know, don't even worry. Yeah, don't even worry about this season. We'll be fine next year. Don't. even well, There's too much going on, and you know, so don't be too critical of individual he's like, players. He's, he's
0: pulling out the tank
1: theory. Is- yeah, he's not. He's not worried about it. He's not worried about it. Um, and for me, I like. Do I do I look at the season like that for Norm Powell or? Am I more critical of Norm Powell and say, you know, uh, I wonder where he can fit in long term to this team. So I guess that's the biggest trend for me. Uh, We'll see what happens against Charlotte. We got back to back games against Charlotte. We got uh, in a couple games after that, we've got uh, back to back games um, or at least two in a row. They're not in back-to-back evenings, but two in a row against Miami as well. So these are games, again, that are winnable. I'm not saying we're going to win them all or that we'll win even two games, but they're winnable games just like the games we've just had. And uh, obviously we're good enough to to say that they're winnable. Hopefully we win them.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, you made a shout-out. I'll give a shout-out. Peter Jakubiak um, also uh, grew up – in West Toronto, in Tobico, now resides in Ottawa. Actually just gave, you know, just welcomed a, a young boy, a son. Um, and, uh, and he says, um, uh, you know, uh, in between, you know, taking care of a newborn and, you know, staying up and having erratic sleeping patterns, you know, uh, <laughs> these Toronto Raptors are, are stressing him out. You know, and and, and I can <laughs> completely understand. And he calls us, um, and and you know, I, I did, conf, you know, get consent to you know, uh, quote him. He calls us very polite optimists as it relates to the Toronto Raptors, and because uh, he 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 also is a long, um, suffering Toronto Raptors fan, um, similar to us. And again, I will recommend Peter. Remember the Dark Ages. Right. Remember, the right. Hard ages. So um, this is this is a we're in different terrain. That said,
1: maybe Peter needs some uh, archival therapy as well.
0: It's, it's, it's <laughs> trust me, it's cathartic. Um, my only issue, is be I'm being irritated, and I think that's mounting up because I'm seeing um, mistakes and flaws both on the court as well as from the, from the sidelines
1: and our that isn't
0: worthy of championship caliber team, right? Um, Right. This, we're no longer just these contenders like the rest of the NBA and NBA teams. No, no, no. We, we have, we have that within our arsenal. We are, we, we were champions and we still have a core that, um, that exude that type of mentality and play. so, um, let's let's walk into
1: that. Let's lean into that. let's tap into that. Right. Um, tap into that anyway. you know what I mean Well, man, uh, you know we've we've gone through ten games. we're two and eight. We'll see how the Charlotte games go and and the Miami Heat yeah. games go. but I, there's a lot of good things to take OG, there's a lot up, of
0: so that's a positive He point. did.
1: OG was solid points. Uh, but but for now. You know, we have a lot to think about, just like I'm sure the coaches have a lot to think about. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see what comes. I look forward to chatting with you uh, post-game uh, against the Hornets on Wednesday. You know and what? Hey, hopefully we I have a victory. If
0: we lose that Charlotte game, I may, I may have to, you know, uh, do a little, you know, protest from the pod. Uh, these post game protests <laughs> man.
1: A postgame pro protest instead of a quick text
0: exactly. Um stay safe, uh everyone out there. Uh remain diligent, you know, cases are rising, uh, not just south of the border, but you know, north of the ninety five, you know. Um so be vigilant, take care of not just yourselves, but be considerate of your neighbors as well and um um, and let's get through this. Uh, and I'm speaking about the pandemic and not just the, uh, losing streak and the Toronto Raptors vortex of, um, frustration. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, there enjoy the game and understand that it's, uh, more than life. There's more to life than the game as well. That's
1: right. That's right. All right, man. Good to chat with you. We'll talk soon. Thanks,